butyralcholinesterase or pseudocholinesterase has always been a bit of a mystery. And a lot of people just find it a nuisance. And if they're looking for acetylcholinesterase, the first thing they do is to use a specific or as near specific as possible inhibitor to get rid of anything that might be due to butyralcholinesterase. And so to some extent, you know, they have a bad press. Nobody knows <clears throat> what they're there for, what they're doing. Um, we had some evidence, that's Krinovich and me, that maybe during development there's a change in specificity because when we were looking at um, embryonic development, fetal development, we found that there was butyralcholinesterase in places which later seemed to contain acetylcholinesterases. And there are um, various, probably other cholinesterases about. Now, um, I end, I think, in my book, my chapter on, on pseudocholinesterases by saying, you know, what are they there for? And then in 2005, um, Jacobini had a conference in um, Italy, which he produced a book which has a great spiel as a foreword all about me and um, how I had um, sort of said nobody knew what they were for and that now possibly there was some indication of what they were for. And certainly there's quite a bit of evidence in that book, which was from a meeting, that they could possibly be um, involved in Alzheimer's and that inhibiting them could possibly be um, some kind of treatment for Alzheimer's. But again, it's, it's all pretty um, unfinished.